welcome to Embrace Live Thrive, a podcast to encourage women that depression and anxiety are not normal parts of motherhood. To realize that taking care of yourself is important and you, mom, are worthy of care, and that is the best way to care for your family. Join me as we talk through issues in mental, social, nutritional, physical health, and so much more. Now is the time to start talking and admit that motherhood is the hardest thing we have ever done, but also the most rewarding. I hope you were able to listen as I tell you that it is okay to not be okay, but what is not okay is to stay there. I hope to equip you with tools, tips, resources to help get you through some of life's most exhausting moments. And at the end of the day, realize that you are the best mom out there for your family. Hey guys, it's Dr. Sarah Meyer. And today, Jessica Domke, owner of Glimmers of Hope, joins me on the podcast. And she shares about how she offers art therapy as a place for expression and healing. Jessica helps break down exactly what is art therapy and and how beneficial it can be if you are struggling to process emotions and potentially trauma through some of the more traditional outlets. She reminds us that all of us need a creative outlet to express ourselves. And art therapy gives us a space where words are optional and the art speaks. She is passionate about serving her community and her clients. Please check out all of her contact information linked in the show notes. Also, there are so many things happening behind the scenes with Embrace Live Thrive. I can't wait to announce. So keep a close eye on my website and socials for upcoming announcements. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Here's Jessica. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I am excited that you're joining us today to check out this topic. So we're going to be talking about art therapy and the importance of it, why it's so beneficial and so helpful. And let me tell you, I got to meet Jessica through a mutual acquaintance. Her cousin was actually my counselor. And I'm really excited for her to come on today. She's a super cool lady that's doing some super cool stuff. So I'm excited for you to hear from her. But Jessica, if you would take a second and just introduce yourself, and then we'll jump into the topic. Hi, everyone. My name is Jessica Domke, and I'm 43 years old, and I just celebrated my first year anniversary of marriage to my amazing husband, Doug Domke. So sweet. We live. Yay. Yes. We live in Missouri and we like to go thrift shopping, particularly Goodwill, play pickleball, read and travel. And I also enjoy painting and I sing for my local church on their worship team. I work part-time at Loaves and Fishes for St. Louis Homeless Shelter, do group art therapy for the residents. And then I also recently opened my own art therapy business at my church called Glimmers of Hope. And it's a Christ-centered art therapy business for women and children. Ah, that's really cool. And I can't wait to unpack all of that here in just a second. But before we jump into art therapy, let's talk a little bit about you, Jessica. What would you Mm -hmm. say is one thing that has really influenced you the most for who you are today? I would say my mom uh, mm-hmm. definitely probably influenced me because she always told me I could be anything. Awesome. She said, don't let money be an object, do what you love. And when I was two, I started painting and always wanted to paint. And other yeah. people would say, oh, you can't do anything with art. You know, you can't make a, a job with that. You can't make a living with that. But she encouraged me to go for it. That's awesome. And that has led you down this path. So yes. We know that you have loved art since two. What 
was the turning point where you became interested in turning it into a therapy or a counseling session. What was that transition for you? Yeah. Well, when I was 23, I moved from Illinois to St. Louis and I taught art for what used to be Sherman Elementary School. There was a lot of fighting. I had a bulletproof door. It was pretty a pretty rough environment. And whenever my classroom door would be shut, as I worked on my lesson plans, kids would slip pieces of paper under the door with drawings. And one child sent me a drawing of a drive-by shooting and said, my uncle got shot. And it hit me so hard emotionally that I knew even though I was changing lives or teaching, I wanted to do more. Right. So I heard about the, um, the master's art therapy program at SIU Edwardsville and decided to look into that and then ended up attending the the three-year master's program. And it was all because of, I wanted to go a little bit further with helping kids and people. Can you tell us more about where art therapy even began and its origin story? Yeah. So art therapy, according to the American Art Therapy Association, art therapy is a mental health profession that enriches the lives of people, families, and communities through active art making, creative process, applied, it's kind of a long title, a lot, long description, <laughs> applied psychological theory and human experience within a psychotherapeutic relationship. I like to say it's a way to express yourself where words are optional and the art speaks. Absolutely. And Art therapy was first used by a British artist, actually, Adrian Hill, in 1942, and he benefited from art therapy while recovering from tuberculosis. Wow. And at the same time, in the 40s in the U.S., uh, a woman named Margaret Nomberg, she named her work Dynamically Oriented Art Therapy and started publishing clinical cases. So all in all, art therapy as a profession came about in the mid-20th century, um, And its roots can be traced all the way back to the use of arts for the moral treatment of psychiatric patients in the 18th century. So it's actually pretty interesting. Wow. And it's just, you know, you look at it is used for helping with sickness and it can be used for mental health issues as well as physical health issues. Yeah. And I think Mm -hmm. what I appreciate about it so much is we all need a creative outlet, whether we realize it or not. And it's almost just another venue to be able to offload some emotions. So sometimes people can talk about it. Sometimes people can write about it. And sometimes people have to express it through art. And so it's just Mm -hmm. another option to really help process emotions and process experiences and whatever Mm -hmm. speaks to you the most. Tell Mm -hmm. us about how in your experience and what you've been working with, why is it so beneficial to helping individuals heal? It's very beneficial for a variety of mental health issues from, for instance, anxiety Mm -hmm. to depression, to anger management issues, just to name a few, because there are many, but it's beneficial because there's so many benefits. Basically it's been proven to enhance concentration, attention span, increase problem solving. Um, It sharpens your motor skills and your Mm -hmm. visual skills. And if you're recovering from something like a brain injury, it can help with that. And according to the American Congress of Rehabilitation Medicine, the art actually enhances brain function because it impacts the the brainwave patterns, emotions, and the nervous system. And it can raise your serotonin levels, which if you are familiar with 
that it is serotonin is a chemical that carries messages between the nerve cells in our brain and throughout our body. Mm-hmm. So art can raise the serotonin levels, which play a role in our mood among yeah. other things. Yeah. So it's very beneficial. Something I want to preface when we're talking about art therapy, it can be easy to think like, oh, well, I can't draw or I don't paint. I don't whatever. And yeah. really art therapy is just an expression of wherever you are. I would definitely categorize myself and I, I don't draw, I don't do those type of things, but I do love to color adult coloring books. Let me tell you, yes, get me some a huge thing. Yeah. Get <laughs> me some colored pencils and a tiny, tiny little coloring or coloring book with tiny, tiny little things, and I can go to town. And it's very soothing to just color either in repetitive colors or find all the flowers and color them this color. So it feels like I am being creative, but it's in a a guided, directed manner. And you brought up a very good point because I hear that so much. I hear that from people. I can't draw. I just heard that yesterday. Or I can't paint. We were doing watercolors and a client said, I can't paint. And I said, you know what? It's not about the picture. It's about what you experience as you're just putting color on paper. So let's Mm -hmm. just put some color on paper and listen to some music and see what happens. Yeah. And he ended up creating a rolling up a, a picture of rolling hills and all different shades of green. And I said, look at you. You said you couldn't paint, but you're and he goes, I feel so calm. Uh-huh. I said, yeah, that's what it does. And I had another person come in and say she was just doing regular painting. First, she said, I can't do art. Then she did painting. And then she said that I'm getting my anger out. I feel yeah. my anger leaving. Yeah. And so it's beneficial because like you said, even, even coloring is so beneficial. It's that just that relaxing, repetitive act. Yeah. And if you say I come in and I am going to do a session with you, Jessica, what would be something I expect? Do you change your medium of what you're going to have them express, whether they're painting or using maybe charcoal or, or whatever? Is that per the client or how do you determine what you do for that? That's a great question. Let's say, for instance, I'm going to use an example that someone is coming in for anxiety Mm -hmm. and I might say, okay, we, after we, we set our goals, they fill out an intake form first, Mm -hmm. um, what the presenting issue would be. And then we work on some steps toward goals. And then I might say, okay, like they're working on, they're feeling really stressed all the time. Mm -hmm. So I might say, let's use a soothing medium, like watercolor, for instance, is very soothing. Oil pastels are very soothing. And I might say, okay, create a peaceful scene, anything mm-hmm. to you that rec- that uh, reminds you of peace. It could be a sunset. It could be mm-hmm. water, whatever it is. And maybe I'd put some music on in the background and let them create. Mm-hmm. So it actually helps calm down their nervous system as they're creating. Mm-hmm. And then we would wrap that up by talking about what we're going to do the next time. And the very first session is really uh, building rapport and right. getting to know you and maybe doing a little fun, like icebreaker thing. The second session would be more directed towards a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. And if okay. people are listening and are interested, but not sure if this makes sense for them or not, what, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? What, what a good reason to come to art therapy is? 
Okay. So I would say be willing to open yourself to trying something new, Mm -hmm. being willing to be honest with yourself about things that you might be dealing with to see if this would work. Maybe you've tried traditional talk therapy in the past and it's been okay, but you maybe want something more. Mm -hmm. This would be a good opportunity to try this. And plus, it's kind of fun. You get to express yourself. You get to create color and get to really be an individual without uh, having to talk all of the time. And that's one of the benefits. Yeah. And what is your favorite medium to use while you're treating patients? Um, I would say collage. Everybody loves collage because it's not intimidating. You cut out pictures, you glue them down to a surface to express yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, collage seems to be liked by a lot of people. And is that a guided say, so you would clip out Mm -hmm. things that are emotions, how you're feeling, or how would you guide the collage? So basically it would be, let's say I would do a collage. I just did one on empowerment. And so I would say, um, create, find words and images that make you, uh, feel strong or that are strengths, basically strengths that you have. And Mm -hmm. so they would come up with words that describe themselves. They thought that were strengths that they had or pictures that would remind them of the strength so that mm-hmm. basically this, this project would be building self-esteem. Yeah. Very cool. In your mind, why is it important that everybody have some sort of creative outlet? Well, that's very important, Sarah, because if we don't, the emotions will pile up. Mm-hmm. We can tend to burst with emotion. It can come out like, it can come out in unhealthy ways, like anger outbursts or physical aggression or they can be buried and cause depression. Um, some ideas could be, you know, different ideas are going to be unique to each mm-hmm. individual, but some ideas could be writing, mm-hmm. painting, drawing, even juggling, dancing, yeah. singing, baking. All of these things are creative outlets and we all need some way to express ourselves. Yeah. And let's let's think through that. Who hasn't done baking when they feel emotional and overwhelmed yes. and, and needs to do something for an outlet. I mean, I feel like that's been on my radar at different points. Brownies. Yeah. So Jessica, what is your favorite form to express yourself from a creative perspective? Um, I have a few and it would be painting, uh, walking. I have to have sunshine. Like right now, all the windows are open. Um, that's the first thing I do in the morning is open the windows and definitely journaling and writing. Yeah. Okay. So if people are listening and want to find out more about you and more about what you're doing, what are the best ways to find you, Jessica? If you're interested in Glimmers of Hope Art Therapy, you can learn more on my Facebook page. It's forward slash Glimmers of Hope dot art therapy. And you can also call to set up an appointment at 314-656-6113. Awesome. And this has been super, super fun. So I want, we're going to focus in on one last question. I want you to be super specific. What would you say is your favorite form of self-care? My favorite form of self-care is actually, I didn't list it, but it's actually baking. Is it? That's funny. Yeah. It's baking and baking and it's specifically chocolate brownies. Like I always make sure I have lots of chocolate brownies in the kitchen. That is hilarious. (laughs) I also enjoy baking. I haven't done it as much recently, but my go-to, I love baking cookies. Oh yeah. And I think I like 
I think I like cookies because they're an individual serving size. Uh-huh. So you can just take one and be done. Like a cake, you have to like cut it out and then it has leftovers yeah. or, but cookies are very satisfying because you can plop them on, you can get 12 and then you can just be done. Yes. Yeah. What kind of cookies? Um, I would probably, probably chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. Yep. Yeah. That's my favorite too. Yeah. All right. This has been super fun, guys. I hope your interest has been piqued about not only art therapy, but just art as an expression to help you process emotions, process the feelings. Thank you guys for listening and have a great day.